my story is a little story, but I want to start with telling you uh, a little bit about me. And you have to know, first, my mother. And my mother's nickname that her brother-in-law gave her was TM, which is troublemaker. And my mom is very stubborn, and I think my husband would tell you I got a little bit of that. So I do have stubbornness. The other thing is my parents, who never went to church on Sundays, sent my sister and I to Catholic school for 12 years. Okay, what you learn from Dominican nuns is that you find a way to break the rules. And you do it all your life. I've been doing it all my life. I'm stubborn. So sometimes I get in trouble. Well, <laughs> this is it's just a little trouble, but my good friend Sandy came over to take a walk, and she brought her very obedient dog Daisy with her. And I got my dog, my retired sled dog, Comet. And got ready to go for a walk with Comet. And, you know, I'm not, I want Comet to be off the leash because Daisy's off the leash. And, you know, usually when I take a dog off the leash, uh, my husband says, well, you know, remember what happened when Rodman got lost for 10 days? And I kind of go, yeah, but, you know, Comet, we raised him from a puppy. He always comes when he's called. So Sandy and I take off, and I start out with him on the leash, but I let him off. And this was one of those, it was a really great summer. We'd had sun, rain, sun, rain, and this was August, and the grass is really high. So Sandy and I are walking along on a trail along the ridges not far from home, and all of a sudden, Comet takes off right down the middle of a game path. But, you know, this grass is so high. So I can hear him, and I'm calling him, and Sandy's like, is this okay, Ruth? And I'm like, well, you know, he'll go home. He'll either find us or go home. But, but you know, let's stay here. We call him a little bit because I can hear him. And, you know, I found out later he was um, starting to get deaf, but I didn't know it at the time. <laughs> So I said, let's continue our walk, and we'll get home, you know, and he'll be there. So we continue our walk. We get home, and Comet's not there. So that's just how the story starts. So I take a doghouse out to the end of the driveway and leave some dog food and, you know, just so he'll – and something a code of mine. So when he, if he wanders by and is scared of all the noise the other dogs are making, he'll know he's home. But he doesn't come home. So the next day, I get my really best dog ever, who's Ginger. And Ginger really is not going to leave my side. So Ginger and I go out looking for Comet. And it is just, it's not quite pouring down rain, but I mean, it's raining. The sky is gray. The air is gray. The grass is gray. You just, it's just miserable. But we have to find Comet, and we can't just stay on the trail because he, did, he left the trail. So we go out wandering around, and I mean, we're looking for about two hours, and I have not, no, no sign of Comet, and I'm like, Ginger, he's your brother, find him. You know, but she didn't. So anyway, all of a sudden, I go, I have no clue of where I am. <laughs> <laughs> now, mind you, I cannot be a mile away from home. I mean, I, but I had no idea. So I'm like, and it's so funny because you really get kind of scared and then you take a breath and you go, well, you know, really, if I go, 
as long as I go north or west <laughs> or south, I'm going to end up at a road or a lake or a house I know. And so I, you know, we keep walking and walking, and finally I see this creek, and I know this creek. Now this creek goes to Lake Five. But wait a minute. This creek's not going west, it's going east. It's not the Lake Five Creek. Well, you know, it never occurred to me that I was the one turned around and the, the creek indeed was flowing west. <laughs> but, you know, so I go the other way and I start, and I come across this really old overgrown trail. And I know I've been on this trail before too. And I know, well, if it goes one way, I'm going to end up at this old cabin. And if I go the right way, I'm going to end up at home. So I end up at the cabin. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm freezing cold. I mean, it's wet and cold. And I go in the cabin. I know the cabin. I know, know whose cabin it is. It's unlocked. And I light a little candle. Gosh, this was shorter earlier. <laughs> So I light a candle, and Ginger and I dry off and, and warm up, and I've gone, okay, now, well, I actually know where I am at the cabin, but I'm a long way, you know, long walk from home, and, you know, I got lost. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, well, let me go check. And so I go, I do find the trail again, but I can barely find it. And I go, well, what if I follow this trail, you know? I am going to get lost again, because if it peters out, I'm going to get lost again. So I go, well, you know... I have a choice because I have a cell phone with me. Now, I don't have a compass. It's before cell phones had GPS apps. But I can call my husband to rescue me. <laughs> because you can drive to the lake, borrow a, a canoe, because we know there's several canoes there, and he can canoe over, and I can meet him at the lakeshore. So, you know, I debate this for a while because this has really, for me, really just the implications. I'm going to have to live with this for the rest of my <laughs> life. <laughs> but, you know, I am a sensible human being. So <laughs> eventually I call him and uh, he comes and, and rescues me. And I will say he has never held it over, over my head. Although when I take a walk, he does always say, are you going to have the leash with you and do you have your compass? Uh, but but he did rescue me. It was an easy rescue. Um, and I'm just happy, actually, that I live in a place that I can get lost that close to home, you know, because it's wild. <laughs> and uh, Comet came home two days later. So all's well that ends well.